Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb speaking. Caleb Campbell speaking. Joined, as always, <laughs> by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going? Anyways, Whoa. Kyle. Pretty good, Caleb. How are you? Pretty good. I overthunk it there. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe it's a new Elmer Fudd haircut you're rocking. Oh, it's uh, more Lloyd Christmas, actually. Yeah, it's that, too. If I push it to the side, it looks normal, but I don't put product in, so it just kind of sits on the top of my forehead there. <laughs> straight across. Not not straight, more like a bowl. A bowl across. <laughs> a slight curve. I got it done by an old woman. It fucking sucks, man. Who smelled of alcohol <laughs> and whose hands were shaking. So, Seriously? Yeah. Where'd you go? Um, a little place downtown. Called that $17 haircut place? Yeah. That's where I got mine. That's why mine sucks, too. Yeah, that we, place is brutal, dude. I don't for seventeen bucks. I'd rather cut my own hair for seventeen bucks. You I can't had to cut your own hair, dude. I had a fucking picture of myself. Yeah. Right after it got cut, and it was a great haircut, so I got a picture of it. Yeah. Show my other hairdressers, right? Yeah. Do this. I like this. And then I had the picture that I showed her. That was a better picture of what uh, I wanted, it's and, th- and then what I got, right? So I showed her. She gives me nothing. <laughs> like I'm like, just don't buzz me on the sides and like no hard lines. She cuts, she shaves it, buzzes me on the sides. <laughs> I have this giant fucking <laughs> skin tag. It's yeah. fucking gross, man. Where it's half the side. It's 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 Behind almost the somewhere? size. It's right here on the side of my head. Okay, it's almost the size of a dime. Did you get it cut off? No. Oh, I thought but you were gonna you, say. But th- if you buzz it, yeah, that was... everyone can see it. Oh, so I'm okay. like, don't <laughs> buzz. Plus, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want a broy frat boy haircut anyway. I don't know why you're mad at this poor old woman for charging you $17 there, First for of all, it's a barbershop. There's two old ladies. That's a problem mm-hmm. in my mind. Then don't go there. I went there, but I booked an appointment. I'm right? mad at you. No, fuck that. I saw the sign. I'm like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. It's, it's a $17 barbershop. and Dude, they're old as fuck. Yeah, but they're not, they're not representing on the inside what they're saying, what they're advertising on the outside. A barbershop is supposed to have two old ladies that don't know how to cut men's hair whatever dude this is they fire clearly beware. have no idea i have no sympathy for you i like my 17 dollars haircut yours is awful it looks fine it's fucking i don't terrible, care man. who cares mine is terrible i'm never going back there i couldn't believe how bad of a job she did i was gonna get her to fix it why didn't and you like, decide stop not. her because she would wreck it even more that went through my head were you watching her just fucking well, up she in already the buzzed it and then i'm like okay well she's gonna have to i'm just gonna be short on the sides and final grow in and then she shaves it way too high up. You said don't buzz it. She took out the buzzer and you said nothing? Well, they what they do is I said don't buzz it to the side of my head. I don't want to be able to brush the hair back. Okay. Enough hair to brush it back even though it's short, right? Okay. It's pretty universally understood lingo. Okay. I've never had a problem. Do you understand what I mean when I say short but n- long enough where I can brush it Dude. back? She's an old woman. <laughs> Dude, do you understand she's charging, what I mean she's when I say that? She's giving everybody the same Seventeen dollars. That's not a good. No kidding. For seventeen dollars, you have to look like every asshole that walks in there. And then she asked me where my hairline is. I'm like, right here. And she shaves it up to the fucking part. Well, all the way up. I don't even think your hair looks that bad. I fucking hate it. But okay, it's not even close to what I asked for. Not even fucking close. (laughs) Go pay. And by the way, seventeen dollars isn't cheap. It's pretty cheap. It's not. I got my hair cut for 15 bucks in Winnipeg by a bunch of lesbians. Oh, it was well, amazing. You Winnipeg's know what I mean? just the greatest city on earth. It's not great, it? but it's got culture. <laughs> it's and the people cutting your hair are at least 
or at least weren't 40 in the last three decades. Do you, you know what I mean? Do you prefer to watch them fuck up your haircut in the mirror, or do you like it when they turn you away from the mirror and then just surprise, like, ta-da, your see. hair's fucked? I want to see, because I stare them to death if they're fucking up. Yeah. Probably makes them do a worse job. I don't even think they notice or care. They don't give a fuck, man. It's one of the rare times you can just watch someone fuck it up. Just <laughs> there's nothing you could do because once you go short, there's no growing it back. <laughs> can so go, can, go can you please fucking even it out? That's the best you can say. Can you even it out so I'm not lopsided? Just shave my head. Uh, do you uh, shave it and I'm not paying you? How you, about that? Do you give a shit about the Super Bowl coming up, Kyle? I'm going to a Super Bowl party. You coming to Conrad's? Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't give a fuck. Patriots all the way, though. You're a douche. What, what? You're a douche. Hell yeah, Dynasty, baby. Get a matching haircut with Conrad at somewhere that charges way too much money. <laughs> you know what? It'd be worth it. I'm I'm going to... There's one more place I'm going to try. I like barbershops. I don't need my... Here's the reason. I don't want to pay to get my hair washed. You know yeah. what I mean? That... And it's... People like it. I don't really like it. I could take or leave it. Don't yeah. hate it. So, there's a place called Jimmy Trims next. Yeah. $18 haircuts. Well, there you go. <laughs> one dollar more. <laughs> we'll see if you get better bang for your buck. I've never had a good. For your one buck. I've never had a good discount haircut, so I don't recommend it. I got a Groupon once. I got a coupon for Great Clips, twelve ninety nine <laughs> any haircut. That would be better. Yeah. She, she, that Great Clips haircut would be way better than the it's one I got at the two dollar place. <laughs> I thought I was going to a real barbershop. The whole point of a barbershop is they don't do any frills. You know, they don't wash your hair, so they get you in and out. They could do more clients. They could charge less. What the fuck's a frill? Like, what do you mean? Like, they don't uh, no, I know what shampoo the expression, it and condition I know it. what the expression no frills mean, but like... Frill is a lacy little uh, addition to clothing okay, so or the, pillows or something. Oh, so, so when you... It's a texture. There's a grocery store called No Frills. Yeah. It's like, we don't serve... We don't, we don't have frills at the <laughs> store. We have everything but frills. You know, you get a plain dress, but you put some, like, tassels on it. Now you got frills, baby. Yeah. Now, the, now God loves you. The Bible says to put blue tassels on the corners of your garments to remind <laughs> you... Not to go against See, him. that's how you know no frills is a place for godless heathens, because God <laughs> likes his frills, man. The other reminder was making a plate, a bronze plating for the ark out of the bowls that people were burned alive in. And tassels. <laughs> Which ones awesome. do you think is a more forceful <laughs> reminder? I feel like they already forgot, because they haven't been mentioned again. So, Kyle, do you remember what we read last week? Of course not. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. I, oh, fuck, I think I do, but give me a refresher. So Moses is recapping. By the way, I always know. I just pretend for the audience. Okay. They, they have taken a break. They've been wandering in the desert. So Moses talked about all the places they went. They went to their uh, their fellow descendants of Jacob in Esau's territory. And mm -hmm. I made the mistake. I've confused Esau with Cain for a while. Yeah, you're confusing me a little bit, and I have a very shallow grasp on any of these names. Yeah. <laughs> like, at all. My brother texted me as he was listening. He's like, you fucking idiot. And then he texted <laughs> me. He's like, oh, you fixed it, but you're still a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. I don't like you sans beard. Actually, it's fine. Oh, yeah, but you know what the problem is? You, know, you want to know what the problem is? It's not the, the beard's fine. fucking face. That's, that's, that's part of the problem. The problem is... <laughs> Is that you have the beard and you keep getting fatter before you shave it? Yeah, and so it's like I'm overwhelming fat. surprise every time you take I it know, off. It's a fat, it's a fat face. And you keep on promising me, no, not promising me, promising our listeners. That you're gonna I don't really. <laughs> I said in the last one, I said I'm just a bullshitter now. I'm just a guy who just says things that doesn't. I haven't drank in 14 days. That's good. 
I've, have been, you been replacing it with food? Because been, yes, yeah. I literally have. <laughs> I could tell. I literally have. I'm like, I didn't drink today. I can go for a fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> Look, before when it was just like, like gut Caleb, you know, like a year, uh, year and a half just ago. Just leave me alone. Man. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll let it be. He's funny. He's clown size now. You know, he's actively funnier. This version of Caleb <laughs> is upsetting to look at. It's not clown anymore. It's past clown. You're being it's mean. It's sad clown. You're being mean to I me. I know. I know. On purpose. I'm being fat shamed on my own <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I keep... I have... Get the gym, you lazy fuck. I got the running shoes by the door. I got the outfit now. We moved into the new place. Yeah. Oh, I, fuck. So, oh, I meant to ask you. How is that? It's... I mean, all you our like stuff's there. You like having your own place? I mean, it's the same... It's it's different though because no roommates worse, beside you guys. It's worse than the condo, <laughs> like because it's, it's just you and Camilla. Like I mean, the condo was not a nicer place. Yeah, like, but and you don't seem like the type I mean, of guy that fine. would give a fuck about. Camilla's that to not going to listen to this, is she? I mean, it's already starting, man. Like you said, you're going to be home, dude. I fucking you said you're going <laughs> to be home. I told you. All right, I'm not going to say anything ever again. You nice. said you wouldn't drink at the Super Bowl. That was two weeks ago when I was like hungover and like hating myself in a cocaine depression. I said I wouldn't drink at the Super Bowl. Now the Super Bowl's on Sunday. I feel like drinking at the Super Bowl. Dude, you don't have your you don't have a life anymore. You each have a combined life together. I have to I don't have anywhere to go anymore. I have to just like go in my car and yell. You're out the fucking plastic window. It's Some literally guy, no shield to the outside world with that. I thought you didn't cover it in plastic. No, some guy in my parkade. I came down and it was taped up with plastic. Yeah, like, he was sick of looking at uh, it. A good job too. I was like, well, I'm taking that off as soon as that starts flapping. But it hasn't started flapping yet. Oh, he did it. Did it tight. Yeah, he did it tight. Good for him. Yeah, thank you, uh, Good Samaritan. <laughs> Long shot. You listen to this podcast. No, I mean, it's fine. All our stuff is just in garbage bags <laughs> yeah, right now. I could tell. We slept there for the first night last night. You know what's nice, though? What? Like, I'm not a moving guy. The, the rate. I've never been a moving rate, guy. This the, is the very first time. The rate that people. It's already <laughs> happening to me, though. <laughs> I know. Can you sleep at home tonight? What the <laughs> fuck does that You've mean? You've never had a girlfriend stay over for like a week, though? All the time. Yeah. All the time. And at the end of that, aren't you like, all right, go home? A little bit. Okay. Imagine you can't do that. I know. That's I, that's that's like I'm that's not like imagining the, pal, I'm living it. That's the pitch. I give people that want to move in with each other. I'm living it. Right oh. now. Oh no, nah, I'm gonna stay home tonight. Here's the thing. You know, you know what? That doesn't exist. Here's things you like, can't just be like, oh I'm gonna stay home tonight. I was already home. I was already gonna come home. home. Already. I was already gonna come home, right? Yeah, no. Can you make sure you come home tonight? <laughs> now I don't wanna. Now I'd feel like going fucking drinking and sleeping and yeah. pissing on Josh's couch. That's what I feel like doing. Because now, now it's your idea. Yeah. I was going to come home, but now you're dictating me to come home, so guess who's not coming home? And you said <clears throat> I this you said thing is gonna and I'm <laughs> always saying things <laughs> you don't mean. I mean I mean it at the time. Yeah, I understand. I'm this, a bullshitter. This context. Yeah. You're you're so full of shit. Tell your face. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll just smoke weed for the Super Bowl. When I be say I'm being sober, I'm not sober. I'm like smoking weed like crazy, which isn't a good replacement. Oh, dude, I went on a binge last weekend. It was a f- drinking? fucking problem. Yeah, drinking. A little bit of drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever keeps. Oh, I mean, fuck me. Yeah, you're but at get- least going to the gym and shit. That's what happened. Got me in a mode where I'm like, the next day, I'm like dead. Yeah. I'm like why? 
Because I didn't. You don't. After a certain point, it's not even fun. It's a competition. I don't know. It's, to me, it's just like I don't want to deal with the problems I've given myself by doing this for this. <laughs> yeah, long. but six beers. So I'm fixes doing that. it again. You know what I mean? Exactly. Six beers fixes that. Twenty. You're just competing. So how much booze you can get in your body before you pass out? Do you know what my problem is? Like, if I wake up like drunk, I'll be like, "If there are any booze left in this house, I'm drinking all of that." I've never been that guy. I do that all yeah. the time. So I'll drink for three or four days in a row. Sometimes you're exactly like my buddy from Winnipeg, which is terrible. Exactly, which is terrible. So oh, so I did that, and I have I've been drinking still because I like it. It's fun. But I, I am actually like a two-drink-at-dinner guy. You know what I mean? I don't understand uh, it. An evening cocktail to calm down, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, a little bit. But then <clears throat> if I'm making a cocktail, I'm pouring like a half glass. See it? Really? Okay. That's not a, that's not a cocktail. I that's know. That's just booze to get shit-faced again. I know. That's what I <laughs> see, mean. See, I enjoy. <laughs> see, my friends used to bug me when I lived with them back in the day because I used to bring a six-pack home, yeah. and it would last me three days because I'd have two beers a night. I'd yeah. watch a movie a night. Back then. That's what normal people and do. And I'd have two beers each night with the movie. And then it escalated because all my friends are degenerates. And I just yeah. followed their lead, essentially. Anyways. Uh, but anyways, I'm on the mend. I'm four days in a row at the gym. Good for you, dude. Thanks. I'm going to I'm gonna start one of these days. Once it gets a little warmer, maybe. I bought running shoes. Yeah. You kept talking about running. You know? And well, I, I need to run. You are not overweight. No, but running's good for you. I know. But... I hate running. It sucks. I fucking hate it, which is why I'm gonna start doing it once it gets warmer. I'm not. Yeah. I don't like. I don't hate. I don't like it enough. I don't have enough motivation to do it, and it's this cold out. But I, once it gets warmer, I bought running shoes. It's amazing. Also, like in my case, I've tr- tried a couple times. I got you know five days in back in the beginning of January. How badly I like I, I how much I suck at it now compared to what I used to be able to do. It's like, crazy. It's. <laughs> It's crazy when you have to go back in because you think you have all the ability you did before. And well, you're I'm, like, maybe I'll lose a little bit. And I'm going to lift like when I started going to the gym like yeah. two months ago again. I started to lift the same weights. So I was like, nope. <laughs> back down. No. I knew it would be not as good, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. Like, it's crazy, right? I can barely run for like six minutes. Like six really? minutes Holy fuck. on the treadmill. I have to like slow it down to a walk. It's, be- it's brutal. <laughs> Treadmill's cheating too. I mean, treadmill's cheating because it moves towards you. So you're just lifting up your feet, oh, a and it's moving under you. It's still cardio, man. No, it is, but it's cheating. It's not as like a mile on a treadmill is not equal to a mile on the ground. Don't shit on every so parade that I have. <laughs> so you got nothing. Is what it's I'm also saying. way harder on a treadmill good. to stay motivated when you're n- literally not moving, and the calorie counter <laughs> counts one calorie every like seven fucking minutes. And that's, you're like, that's why you can't do you it for get calories, off, man. And it's like 66 calories <laughs> yeah, burned. Know. You're like, that's two bites of a Snickers bar. <laughs> I had a king size Snickers bar this morning. That's why you can't. You can't. Here's what you got to do for real. Cardio doesn't work for weight loss. Cardio doesn't. What you need is weightlifting, lift heavy weights, and diet, man. It literally makes me depressed. It li- dude, all, you know what's going through my head when I'm running? They say it's supposed to be good for your mental health, like mm-hmm. exercise. I'm like, if I was dead, I wouldn't have to do this. I wouldn't have to pay rent. I wouldn't have to do any of that shit. You're a fucking 
fucking psycho. That is so. If I was dead, I wouldn't oh. do this or pay you rent. Promise or do anything me, I wouldn't you can't kill yourself before the Bible's over. Okay, okay? well that's, that's five fucking years from now. <laughs> I and might then, some. And then after that, we got the Koran. When we get to Ecclesiastes and we yep. get to the depressing part or Job, <laughs> I can't make any promises. <laughs> okay. No, I won't. I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm I not. Know. I'm not as depressed as I used to be. I, I actually more make jokes about it yeah. now. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I'm going to fat shame him skinny again. Oh, thanks, Kyle. No problem. <laughs> I'm going to fucking carve into my arm. Kyle did this. <laughs> Dude, I will put that on my wall. I'll take a picture <laughs> and frame it as an achievement if you do that. I promise you. Can you after this can is you put Kyle's the, fault. <laughs> can you put the interrupter underneath? <laughs> Oh, man, it would probably hurt. it would hurt. <laughs> I'm too big of a pussy to cut my wrist because I feel Kyle's like a four-letter have... the word, but the interrupter's <laughs> yeah, real interrupter's too too long. Okay, okay, Let's so get into it. where are we at? We are in the book of Deuteronomy, halfway through chapter two. We learned about well, you didn't learn anything. We recapped yet again the wanderings in the desert. Moses is saying how good God is. They keep saying how good he is, and then talking about shitty things that god did to them and then we go no he isn't <laughs> yeah see but we Slow have to, to anger somebody has to <laughs> somebody has to say that it would be funny if someone like we don't know when people start to listen yeah if we just stop doing that it would sound pro bible at some parts because oh. i know there's parts where we just read it because we've read it for the fourth fucking time yeah so we don't criticize it yeah. whatsoever and <laughs> if you're just reading it like that it sounds almost like it's pro bible <laughs> almost wow what a great god is slow to anger <laughs> when he's not killing people by the 14 thousands so um so now did god invent disease or is that uh it's no see people say that when original sin happened <laughs> The original sin of eating the fruit of the tree. That's the first sin ever. Um, That had a cascading effect on the the earth? Yeah, when God said, you know, you'll have to toil and there'll be thorns and weeds. Mm -hmm. People just implied that's when disease came from. Yeah, but he then he made it. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, he did. He made the thorn. They weren't the thorns weren't there before. No, he did. So make therefore, he it. It made was, the, it was he, the curse. <laughs> but also, people like it doesn't say that there was no disease before yeah. or after. But people, but just, it kind of implied in the Garden of Eden just, that there's, there's no disease. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they would live forever, mm-hmm. and then afterwards. So could you imagine living forever, but all diseases diseases exist, but there's no cures. <laughs> so you just have it. <laughs> you have syphilis, and your your dicks. Will never completely fall off, but almost. Yeah, it's actually kind of hilarious when you consider all the horrible types of diseases that you can that get. God created all of them. Yeah, he's like, what about, you know, like those African dick worms? There's yes. worms that swim up your, like. In the in the Nile like, River and stuff. Here's a good one. <laughs> a tiny worm that swims up your pee stream. They're, those are fucking scary, man. Yeah. It's not just your dick hole, but I think they like the warm water. Is yeah. why they swim, swim up your dick They'll hole? They'll get in your feet, too, but... But they're parasites, so they yeah. get up there, and then they have spikes all over their body that shoot out in every direction, yeah. and now you got to amputate your dick. There's not even there's not even a, a scientific way to get rid of that thing. <laughs> a scientifically cut off your dick. Well, there's no, like, you know, you get, like, a tapeworm. You, know you don't on have to way, cut it out of your body. On the way up here, I said to myself, we're not going to talk about dicks today. This is going to be a pot. <laughs> new year, new me. You did it yourself. I know. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> but you know how... You know how, like, you get a tapeworm, you don't need to surgically cut your body open and take the tapeworm out, right? 
No. You take a pill, then it relaxes and dies, and you shit it out. Okay. There's, sh- there's no pill for the African to piss dick out this, this. I know. It's like a dick. It looks like a sh- dick shrimp is what it looks like. A dick shrimp. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Not a worm, really. I'm not it's an like expert. Dick shrimp. It's amazing to, to me how you're an expert on everything. So, the Israelites mm. have... <laughs> didn't say expert. So Moses read to the, or says to them, you guys, you know, 38 years we were at Kadesh. Now we're coming to Moab, Ammonites. And then we talked about the Zamzumites and the Ammonites and all the peoples of that area. So what is going on here? I need a picture of that bull cut for the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staring at it. It's not even even. The right side, which is your left side, is like shorter. It is awful, it's man. It's supposed to go like this. Is it? You put product in it, it doesn't look that bad. I believe you. I believe you. But I don't put product in it. <laughs> Defeat of Sihon, king of Heshbon. I think it would look good better completely. Deuteronomy shared. 2, verse 24. Set out now. So what were we at right before? Did we ever get to that? We, we just. just we I just told you. Moses is giving them like a hype speech. Like 38 years, we were at Kadesh. Now the Lord is with you. We're going to move in. He says, uh, when you come to the Ammonites, do not harass them or provoke them to war, for I will not give you any land because they're the descendants of Lot. Then there's some notes about that. So now they're going to fight Sihon, king of Heshbon. And how many how many uh, territories are they going to conquer on this? How many planned before they get their holy land or whatever um, they're trying to accomplish? I would. There's s- a bunch left, right? Well. Isn't there? Okay. You're very confused, and I've tried to explain this to you last time. Numbers ends, and then the beginning of Deuteronomy recaps all of Numbers again. Oh, so we're doing the same thing as we so did last time. So this is the same thing. So Numbers ended where... Because the, they never really settled at Numbers, though. They kind of won, and then what now? They didn't yeah, so, put up settlements, didn't do anything. So now it's like a little bit before that. And now we're going. They're mm-hmm. about to go past that. Oh, they're gonna. We're gonna get there eventually. Oh, holy fuck! Okay. But yeah, it's the shit. It's the greatest book of all time. Shittiest writing ever. Okay, I got you. Then. So there's like Canaan, Amalek, Moab, Ammon. Um, the only reason I'm confused, Edom, Philistia, is because they did this earlier too. Yeah. Where they conquered a territory, and you thought because the whole chapter or whatever was about that, like way back in the book. That was like three weeks ago. No, that, where it was like one thing, and then you find out that was one for five. You know what I mean? Well, they defeated the five kings of so-and-so. These are small kingdoms, Kyle. Yeah. It's not like they're conquering But it just feels like Egypt they're about to move on again. Or Persia yeah. or Babylon. These are like, they're kingdoms, sure. They're just like lighting a small town on fire and fucking everyone that's running away. That would be a, a king <laughs> that owned a town would be, that would be a king, right? And it's hard kind of to grasp. But Especially since I've been watching Game of Thrones for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's making it a lot harder. So, anyways, so here we are. Deuteronomy 2.24. This is Moses talking to the Israelites. Set out now and cross the Arnon Gorge. See, I have given into your hand Sihon, the Amorite king of Heshbon, and his country. Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. This very day I will begin to put the terror and fear of you on all nations under heaven. They will hear reports of you and will tremble and be in anguish because of you. Uh, that kind of backfired, didn't it, God? Making the whole world fear the Jews. <laughs> kind of made them a common enemy yeah. for the rest of the world. When you think about it. From the desert. 
Of that's like you know what it's like. What? You know what God did to the Jews? It's like when a uh, when a coach when you get like a slacker on the team, right in sports, and the coach just goes. Okay, you stay there. Everyone's running laps. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the coach doesn't punish the guy, but the team does. I don't think that's the same because that's collective punishment. God's saying. <laughs> no, I'm... God's saying, Jews, you sit there. Rest of the world <laughs> do laps. God is saying, I'm going to make you be the most fearsome. I'm going to put the fear of God. Or I'm going to put the fear of other nations or the fear of you into all the other nations. Yeah, but in practice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Verse 26. From the desert of Kehemoth, I sent messengers to Sihon, king of Heshbon, offering peace and saying, listen to this bullshit. He's saying, go and engage him in battle. This very day I put the terror and fear of you into all the nations under heaven. Then I sent an offer, a letter of peace. That's the next sentence. God sent a letter of peace? Then he says, I sent messengers to see our king of Eshron, offering peace and saying, let us pass through your country. We will stay on the main road. We will not turn aside to the right or to the left. Sell us food to eat and water to drink for a price and silver. Only let us pass through on foot, as the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir, and the Moabites, who live in Ar, did for us. So that he's saying... But always remember, we are the terror that... God says, go kill them. And then they send a message of like, we're just passing through. And then they say, as an example, so they're not just passing through; they're going to kill them. I think so. That's. I mean, that's what it says. No wonder. <laughs> <laughs> what a slimy tactic, by it's the way. It's possible. I mean, it's possible that they're saying, if they don't let us through, we'll engage them in battle. Yeah, but remember the other place they were going to just literally pass through, and they're like, "No, nah, we're not falling for that." We heard about your tricks. Yeah. Apparently, this is their game. Yeah. Because I guess battle battle seemed honorable back then. Yeah, it was. You would like meet up the commanders and be like, "We're fighting here on this day," and, and then I, I remember, it. yeah, and then I remember hearing of a historic battle where they fake retreated and then had all their army behind the hill or whatever, and then killed them all. People, that was a common the the feigned flight is a very is common battle tactic. Yeah, yeah. So then you start hearing of this shit, and the other guys like, "I thought we were just shooting bows and arrows." And then taking three steps forward and then shooting bows and arrows again. I thought that's what battle was. That style of war is <laughs> blows my mind. The people that just stood there in line. Just taking it. All right. you Shot for shot. What the fuck kind of tactic was that? Gentlemanly war? I actually find it hard to believe it existed more than a few times. Because what kind of person would just see that as a commander or... The, for the being in the army, especially yeah. in the front lines, for that matter, I would hit the like, deck. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm not going to die. <laughs> I'm going to lie down, sh- get up, shoot, lie down, or you dude, know. give us shields yeah. on the front. They can't go past the front lines. Give us shields, and especially the way they just did it ever so slowly. Like step <laughs> left, <laughs> left, like, right, pack left, your musket, bang, and you're packing muskets. Watching the other guy pack their muskets, <laughs> and you're doing this like jerk off motion with your sticks, and you're like going. Trying to reload faster than that guy. You can see him over there, yeah. and he's reloading and aiming at you. Because you get like you get like forty meters tops for, for those old guns with zero accuracy either. You don't know where it's going. We used to play this game. Uh, we did one time. We were paintballing, mm-hmm. and we made up this little sub game called Red Coats, where we all took off our shirts and we did that. So we like you know five by five just started <laughs> and we took one step and just shot each other from like 20 meters away did you get one shot or did you get a paintball you got a step and then a shot a paintball one paintball okay because well you had a you, you were allowed to shoot once but your hopper was full but we could just call it red coats oh, okay and so 
it was really dumb and it hurt pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know if I told this before, but really quick paintball story. We took my uh, my buddy out to Montreal and we went paintballing as a group. We had like 16 or 18 people, 14 came paintballing. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the things they do, they get a lot of uh, groomsmen, whatever, bachelor parties. Yeah. So they had a chicken suit and like, we're going to put him in this chicken suit. He's going to run by, you're going to shoot him all you want. We had 14 people. <laughs> so you had to run down the whole line and back. In, in mud. That's awesome. And we and just lit him up. He had welts all over his body for his wedding. That's awesome. <laughs> he deserves it. He did. He fell face down in the mud at the end. And you lit him up? <laughs> they said not to. If they but fall, we did. But we did a little bit anyways. But he was like trying to tough it out. He was an hockey player back in the day, right? So he's yeah. trying to look tough. So he's like three quarters of the way through. And then all of a sudden, oh, oh, God, fuck, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It hurts a lot. I mean, like one or two is not too bad. No, one or two is fine. But if you're getting lit up, yeah, it hurts. Yeah. So back to the Bible. Um, so let us pass through on foot <laughs> until we. <laughs> I hope they just kill them. I hope they let them through and their dirty Jew tactics <laughs> win again. Remember the first act. It's so dirty. The man. first act of the nation of Israel was to trick the town into cutting off their to circumcising themselves, so they could kill them. They the killed them in the, the sleep while they were recovering. They, I'm not gonna lie. The dudes have the dirtiest war tactics so far in the Bible by a lot. Everything they do, and you know what? No one suspects it because people make an agreement. And they're like, "Why would they do that to us in the middle of the night? We just agreed to their terms." Yeah, we just cut off our foreskins. <laughs> I think they're no more serious. <laughs> yeah, like nope. Try and get up now after your, after so, your dick swollen. You can't pass. This is in the message to the king of Hespon. Only let us pass through on foot until we cross the Jordan into the land the Lord our God is giving us. But Sihon, king of Heshbon, refused to let us pass through. Smart man. For Smart the Lord man. your God has made his spirit stubborn and his heart obstinate in order to give him into your hands as he has now done. God so, did it to so, this guy too? So once again, God is not allowing this guy. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Full recap. God... Tells them, we're going to go in here, we're going to kill everybody. Yeah. You guys are the powerful human Jews. race. Yeah. You're my we're chosen. We're going to get in here, the chosen people, we're going to fucking kill everyone, right? Yeah. And then he sends a peace letter to these guys saying, we're just peacefully passing through. Yeah. We just want to eat. We're going to pay buy for some it. silver. No worries. In and out. Straight line. All the way through. You won't ever hear from us again. <laughs> and then, <laughs> after that letter, doesn't even allow the guy to accept the peace offer. No. Forces him to deny the peace offering, and thus, so then they can rightfully slaughter them where they sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a well, not what a just not necessarily while they sleep, but <laughs> well, that seems to be their tactic. The Lord has said to me, see, "What a just and merciful God." See, I have begun to deliver Sihon and his country over to you. Now begin to conquer and possess his land. When Sihon and all his army came out to meet us in battle at Jahaz. The Lord, our God, delivered us, delivered over to us, and we struck him down, together with his sons and his whole army. At that time, we took all his towns and completely destroyed them. Fuck. And then, again, completely destroyed is that word for the irrevocable giving over to the Lord. So, that's utterly whoever, destroyed. Whoever made that cliff note is rewriting history, because that's not what that means. No, what they're saying is there's no word in English for the Hebrew word that means utterly destroyed in the name of God. Okay. Well, like, what they it means the same thing in both. Because what they mean, destroy for God, is burn till there's nothing left and God gets that. Yeah. So it means the same thing. But it, 
it's important. They're trying to make it sound like it's better because it's for God, but they're just well. That's why completely wiping someone out and giving God credit. That's why it's in the name of God. It's actually worse. Yeah, it is worse. <laughs> so I want to point that out every time. And it's not like it's not like God is giving people all these chances, and they're like, well. You keep disobeying. I guess you're going to have to get punished. I was arguing with my dad. Send in the Jews. I was arguing with my dad about this just he, on the phone the other day. He doesn't give. There's no free will, by the way. Yeah. And maybe you get it later in the Bible, but there's absolutely no free will. No, there is no free will. He's yeah. right again. He made the guy's heart be stubborn. Yeah. So I was arguing with my dad about biblical morality and the standard answer that all Christians give. Well, it's a different time. You were allowed to have slaves because people had slaves back that then. That doesn't matter. No, exactly. If there's an eternal right and wrong, that doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. And then... Only because we're humans is there context. Exactly. Exactly that. And humans are fallible throughout history. Exactly So what do they that. say to that? So he... Well, he started with the in our time thing, and then I said exactly what you just said. And then he goes, well, yeah, you don't maybe understand it completely. He's like, you have to... I'm like... <laughs> you don't have enough faith. Have you, yeah. You have to believe in spite of what it says. You got to throw logic out the window here. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. God has Rem- hardened my brain against logic. Remember <laughs> that one verse where it said God is slow to anger and completely forgiving? That's the verse you believe, and you throw out the... Th- 277 pages of murder that God forces people to commit. First of all, did God? God's not even the one that said he was merciful and forgiving, did he? No, he did. Oh, he, he did. Say it or maybe Moses said it about God. Either way. Either way. The Lord always abounding in forgiveness of rebellion. And we, gotta, we can't forget Moses, the most humble man that ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> the most <laughs> humble man who ever lived. Yeah, put that down. That sounds good. Dude, I got it. That's and written that's, by Moses. That's the first t-shirt. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, we're gonna. I'm going to completely misquote it and just say, I'm the most humble man that other ever lived because it makes a better t-shirt. By Kyle. And then say Moses at the end and just lie. You know how people lie about everything's Einstein? Yeah. Every quote about anything scientific is somehow Einstein on the internet? Yeah. I'm making a movement. I love those. Where everything narcissistic is God and Moses. <laughs> So back to the Bible. At this time, we took all of his towns and completely destroyed them, men, women, and children. We left no survivors. Good. In the name of God, they killed children. (laughs) Murdered them. What did they do? With a sword, probably. What were they guilty of, would you say? The children? children. Oh, of being children of uh, their parents. And if you remember, God punishes to the fourth generation in his mm-hmm. great loving mercy and, and justice. If, and if you're at the high level, like a high priest that's like a king, per se, everyone below you that sins fall fall on you. Therefore, if you sin, it falls on them type of thing. That's why they're all guilty. Yeah. Is that? Exactly that. So verse 36, or verse 35, we left no survivors. So therefore, I, I guess by that logic, then if God would be one step above that, and whatever he does falls on everyone in the world. Sure. I don't really understand what you just said. Just said a hierarchy, but I guess God does nothing wrong. It's impossible. No, when God does yeah. wrong, it becomes right because yes, it's I God. Reali- I just realized that. My We're, bad. My so bad. we left no survivors, but the livestock and the plunder from the towns we had captured, we carried off for <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> we let no one live except the cows. The money. And the cows. Yeah. From Arior... On the rim of the Arnon Gorge, and from the town e- in the gorge, even as far as Gilead. Oh, I get a question. You know how they go in there and they kill everyone? Mm-hmm. Do they burn them as sacrifices to God if it's for God? Because you know they said destruction. No. no. There's not. 
really any evidence to suggest they like burned people in altars. Just animals. They just killed them. Yeah, just animals. And the people, they were like, all right, leave no survivors. So they just went in, you know. You ever seen Apocalypto when the one tribe takes over the other tribe? And they're like throwing babies against trees and stuff like that. Fuck. That's the kind of stuff you have to imagine that God sanctioned in his great loving mercy. Oh, what the hell? What did I say right before that? We got into that? Uh, Shit, I couldn't remember. You're sacrificing people? Oh, yeah. What I was going to say is, do they still have to sacrifice animals? Because they're doing all this in the name of God, killing thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah, tens of thousands of people. Tens of thousands. I thought like maybe this would be in place of that. Nope. No, they still gotta still do gotta that? kill the animals. Um so as far as Gilead, not one town was too strong for us. The Lord our God gave us all of them. But in accordance with the command of the Lord our God, you did not encroach on any of the land of the Ammonites, neither the land along the course of the Jabbok, nor around the towns in the hills. Chapter three. Defeat of Og, king of Bashan. Next we turned and went up along the road towards Bashan. And Og, king of Bashan, with his whole army, marched out to meet us in battle at Erdri. Edri. The Lord said to me, Do not be afraid of him, for I have handed him over to you with his whole army and his land. Do to him what you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also gave us into our hands Og, king of Bashan, and his whole army. They should have joined up against the Jews. They should have united forces. I wonder why they didn't. Like after you, this isn't true, and this didn't happen. Because if you hear like the merciless conquering that the Jews are doing with zero casualties, yeah, then their word's gonna spread, and the next in line is gonna be like, okay, I need help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there was five of them. But you right? could you could say that against you know Alexander the Great's conquests or. The Mongol conquest. Yeah. I guess the Mongols. They kind of did, did they? The, they they went from city to city, but it was by the time the tar- tribes tried to unite against Alexander, it was almost too late. Oh, okay. So we struck them down, leaving no survivors. Any casualties? It doesn't say anything about casualties. I'm sure there were. But last time there were zero. It didn't say that. No, no, no. Like earlier, the only time we heard about... Yeah, there was no casualties. Zero. Zero casualties. Very believable. Because they had God on their side. Um, We struck them down, leaving no survivors. At that time, we took all of his cities. There was not one of his 60 cities that we did not take from them. Oh, my God. So this is way bigger than I'm thinking. Yeah, this is bigger than I thought, too. 60 cities? Jesus Christ. I wonder what constitutes a city back then. Because one dude... Was forcibly not allowed to take, <laughs> let them through peacefully. So they had to kill 60 cities. Yeah, not one of the 60 cities that Wipe we did not out. take for them. The whole region of Argob, Og's kingdom in Bashan. All these cities were fortified with high walls and with gates and bars. There were also a great many unwalled villages. We completely destroyed them is the, as we had done with Sion, <clears throat> king of Heshbon. Destroying the, every city, men, Women and children, but all the livestock and plunder we carried from the cities and t- carried off for ourselves. I'm kind of wondering what the point of this is. Is it to get people out of your holy land? Or is it to take over what they have? Because it doesn't seem like in risk, you know, you're leaving an army there. They're, they're not doing that. They are. They're th- taking th- their shit and moving on, aren't they? They're. It says they destroyed 60 cities. That's what it so says. it sounds like they're just going all the way through. And last time we heard they took the money, 
took the animals and left. The stated reason is they need a place to live. But that's, that's clearly not the reason. Okay, so that's the stated reason. Yeah. The secondary reason is God wants to show his might, same as he did in Egypt, remember? Yeah. I'm going to ask him to let you go, and then I'm going to make him say no so I can demonstrate my power. That's what it sounds like, more like. That's kind of my point, because they're saying their objective is we need a place to stay and we have no food and water in the hey, desert we just burned down 59 <laughs> cities what do you think we stay in this next one burn it to the ground like every time though yeah makes so what's the end goal i was thinking it was something like get the fuck out of our holy land like the current situation we got right now well the answer you'd hear in <clears throat> church is the jew the israelites need a place to live god promised them the place and so all they're doing is trying to get what god rightfully gave to them but when you read it 60 cities we took from them. No survivors. <laughs> right. Women, children, everyone dead. Babies. We, we carried off the plunder. Yeah. It's fucked. So they're they're literally raping and pillaging. Yeah, they're 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 the Mongols. Yeah. They're the they're conquering like it is bizarre. I'm just I don't know if you've asked, but if you ask any No. I've never this has never really come up. That, I remember reading this like when I was reading it to myself and being like, God's a fucking asshole. Because I'm curious what you would possibly say to that. <laughs> Well, they asked to go through peacefully. The king said no because God didn't let. Like, I don't know what you would say. Right? It's weird. Like, what is the goal? If, if the goal isn't to wipe everyone out, which, what it, is, which it clearly, which it clearly is. is, but they're not going to admit, yeah. what is the goal of wiping out 60 cities they in just a row? Need some, dude, it sounds a lot like what Hitler used to say. They just need some Lebensraum, living space. <laughs> right? We need some space. Jesus and it's occupied Christ. by these fuckers. Verse 8. So at that time, we took from... Because the only thing you could have is... I, I took this from their neighbors. Maybe their neighbors will we'll have repercussions if we don't kill them, too. Is the only argument I could think that someone else would make. Well, that's kind of like what the Romans... That's what they say about Rome. Which is fucked up still. Not Ro- lie, Rome but. conquered the world in self-defense. <clears throat> because as... So you just want a, the defensible border, right? Yeah. But as so you conquer everyone on your border. Now you have a new border with new people <laughs> on it. Yeah. So you got to defend that. So you conquer those people. Now you have a new border, and you see what happens here. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of a runaway train. Yeah. So at the time, we took from these two kings of the Amorites the territory east of the Jordan, from the Arnon Gorge as far as Mount Hermon, in brackets now. Hermon is called Sirion by the Sidonians, and the Amorites call it Senir. Cool. (laughs) Neat. We took all the towns on the plateau and all Gilead and all Bashan as far as Seleka and Edri, towns of Og's kingdom in Bashan. In brackets again. Only Og, king of Bashan, was left of the remnant of the Rephaites. His bed was made of iron and was more than... 13 feet long and 6 feet wide. That sounds unnecessary. It is still in Rabbah. It is still in Rabbah of the Ammonites. Oh, is it because he was huge? There's uh, Was he yeah, a giant? Yeah. he. That's implying that he was descendants of giants. So he needed a bed so strong. So 13 made feet long and 6 feet wide. Why didn't he just sleep on the ground? Because he's a king. Oh, he's a king. Yeah, he doesn't oh, sleep on the ground. Oh, my bad. My bad. The division of land. Verse 12. Of the land we took over time, I gave to the Reubenites and Gadites the territory north of Aor. Who's talking right now? Gorge. Moses is talking. Oh, okay. What was with the king? They just referenced it, and now we're... So they took all of that. They just So I just told you, they this, he's saying what we took. We took 
from the two kings territory east of the Jordan as far as the Arnon Gorge. These are just like. So it's just like, oh, oh and by the way, he had a huge bed. Yeah. And, and then we're moving on. Yeah. Okay. That was in brackets. That's like, just so you know, the guy's bed was 13 <laughs> feet long and six feet wide. He was fucking huge. Dude, cocked we took like him a out, horse. <laughs> he took him out no problem. What a weird aside. Of the land we took over that time, I gave the Reubenites and the Gadites the territory north of Aor by the Arnon Gorge, including half the hill country of Gilead, together with its towns, the rest of Gilead, and also Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to the half-tribe of Massanay. <clears throat> oh, so they're divvying out the territories they conquered. Yeah. I guess we got a little bit of an answer there, then. The whole region... So who who's that? The tribe of Massanay? The half-tribe. The, the half, who is that? That's one of the half-brothers of... It's, uh... A son of Jacob, but not one of, but not Leah or Rachel, I believe. Okay, so are they traveling with them in the in the war and? The yeah, fighting? there's the tribe of Massinet. They were. We've been all over, over this in numbers of all the tribes and their leaders. <clears throat> the whole region of so, um, the whole region of Argob and Bashan used to be known as the land of the Raphaites. Jair, a descendant of Massinet, took the whole region of Argob as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Machathites. It was named after him, so that to this day, Bashan is called Havoth Jair. Really? To this day? To this day. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Wait, when was this book written? This doesn't seem up to date, you know? And I have, and I gave Gilead to Maker, but to the Reubenites and the Gadites, I gave the territory extending down from Gilead to the Arnon Gorge, the middle of the gorge being the border, and out of the Jabbok River which is the border of the Ammonites. Its western border was the Jordan and the Arba from the Kinnereth to the Sea of Arba, the Salt Sea, below the slope of Pisgah. Verse 18. I commanded you at that time, the Lord your God has given you this land to take possession of it, but all of your able-bodied men armed for battle must cross over ahead of your brother Israelites. However, your wives, your children, and your livestock... I know you have much livestock. Yes, we may stay in the towns along the way. They've been stealing it along the way, until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as He has to you, and they too have taken over the land that the Lord your God has given them. Oh, so he's saying, leave the wives and money and livestock, set up shop. He's you guys still need to he's fight. Telling the army to go in front of like the main body of people. So which army are they telling to go in front of the Israelites? I assumed we were all talking. your able-bodied men. Who is this? This is Moses saying to the tri- the leaders of the tribes, all your able-bodied men that weren't currently fighting with them. Yeah, so they've taken. So that's in the past. They conquered Bashan, and they conquered um, Heshbon recently. So they divvied that up, and they didn't kill them. Yeah, they killed everybody. But who? Are, it just said we just read that. That's what I thought. But then who is he talking to? So now they've divided up that land. Yeah, and now they're continuing forward for more conquering. Take the army. Oh, it's just confusing when you say you have to go in front of the Israelites. I'm assuming they're Israelites too, are they yeah, not? Yeah, they are Israelites oh, also. Oh, okay. That was a confusing sentence. Like, the Israelites are the main body. Yes, I understand. But kay. these they're both Israelites, yes. but they're saying go ahead of the Israelites, yes. as in your brothers that are currently up there already. Yes, yes. I see. Yes. So the army because and Because we gave you this land. So it's like the army and the population. Yeah. Yeah, they're both Israelites. Okay. Um... In my mind, okay, I got it. Until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he has to you, and they too have taken over the land that your Lord is giving them across the Jordan. After that, each of you may go back to the possession I have given you. So even like the Reubenites and Gadites, they have land now. 
but they still have to go fight with the other Israelites. Yeah, to to keep taking over yeah. so that everyone can have a piece of stolen property, right? Moses forbidden to cross the Jordan. I got does nothing happen when you have an army that keeps on moving but you leave all the women and children with all the money and the animals? I mean, no one's going to come in and take that? It wouldn't be too far behind, I don't think. I prob- like it says they tore down 60 cities i imagine they would keep some of the city intact to fort to to like put their own shit i would there. assume but they don't say that they say like all the men yeah just leave all the women i mean because i if i don't want to be insulting which <laughs> but i think two dudes with swords could come over and take over a whole but, village full of women but, back but, then. but look at but look at other conquerors like that's happened many times throughout history people conquer a nation Obviously, I guess you kind of have a feeling or a knowing that the people behind you are a week away if they want to come attack. Well, also, there's no one behind you because you came from that direction, killing everybody. That's what I mean. But there's everyone's behind you in the world. I mean, the world, there's always some behind you. Exactly. Well, they came out of the desert. So behind them is a desert. desert. Yeah. And now they're going through here. So if somebody comes out of the desert, maybe Egypt. Mm -hmm. Um, So they got security in a. So. Deuteronomy 3, verse 21. This is Moses forbidden to cross the Jordan. At that time, I commanded Joshua. Joshua is going to be the next leader of the Israelites. Is he after Moses dies? Yeah. For the love of God, die already. I'm sick of hearing who's about to die. I commanded Joshua. You have seen with your own eyes all that the Lord your God has done to these two kings. The Lord will do the same to all the kingdoms over there where you are going. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will fight for you. That would be badass, That's actually. Nice of him. Could you imagine if God actually went out there? No. <laughs> well, I can't. The Lord your God himself <clears throat> will fight In for fact, you. In fact, I used to before I read this book, <laughs> and now I can't imagine him doing anything. At the time... Isn't that weird? What? That in my mind before like reading this, I was like, God just could touch anything on earth and make anything happen. After I read this, I was like, eh, he kind of just whispers in people's ears. It's that's mostly kind of people his, doing stuff. That's kind of his superpower is, oh, I'm telling you to kill this guy. Well, and then, I, then I make this guy's heart get hard, he and did, that's the most I did. He turned one guy into one chicken of salt. Also, fire from heaven burning 250 people, the ground opening up. See, that's cool. Crossing the no, sea. That, was, he didn't do the sea. I guess Moses did the sea. No. He, well, <clears throat> Moses has no power without God. Yeah. Moses did not cross, <laughs> make the Red Sea part. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like Mo- oh you know that was Moses God had nothing to that didn't happen a and b it wasn't just Moses <laughs> so he was channeling God okay fine so at the time this is Moses it's like I'm channeling the crystals when I do my <laughs> magic spells you know what I mean at the t- it's this, not really me doing it this is still Moses talking at that time I pleaded with the Lord O sovereign Lord you have begun to show your servant greatness and your strong hand for what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do the deeds and mighty works you do. Let me go over and see the good land beyond the, jo- beyond the Jordan, that fine hill country in Lebanon. But because of you, the Lord was angry with me. This is Moses blaming everybody else again. Who's he blaming? The Jews. Just because of, of you, God's pissed at me. You guys don't listen. Um, that is enough, the Lord said. Do not speak to me anymore about this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and look west and north and south and east. Look at the land with your look, own eyes. Look in all directions. <laughs> since you are not going to cross this Jordan, 
but the commission of Joshua, but commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him for he will lead this people across and will cause them to inherit the land that you will see. So we stayed in the valley near Beth Peor. Okay, so this old man has to go up and do all the scouting at the top of the mountain. He's not doing... This isn't scouting. And this, then he's going to die. This isn't so scouting. So before he dies, he has to relay that information over no, to no, Joshua. No, no, no. This is... You're missing the point. Am I? Moses is saying, we've, we've made it, basically. Oh, take a look at what you've done. Can I go look at this great land that we've been trying to get to? He's been on a bit of a debacle, okay? No shit. He, remember, Moses was king in egypt he was a prince he wasn't king he was a prince in egypt like the disney movie prince of egypt he had a good life there yeah and then for some reason he takes on the you know the burden of the enslaved Mm -hmm. because god tells him to and then he goes through bullshit after bullshit constantly the israelites who have seen god every single day forget that he exists or stop <laughs> believing in him and he has to constantly remind them that's the funniest part and then he gets there and he's like god can i see this great land that we've been where he's god's like no you fucked up I, you can't go in you can go look at it from the top of this mountain so, so you have to imagine this as like a sad scene like the end of moses's life the culmination of everything he's done and he looks out goes to the top of this mountain he looks at it and he cries and then he's about to die Holy fuck. So he's like, you got to the river, but you're never getting in. No, he fucked up. I, yeah. I remember. The, the, I do remember. This, what, 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 what do you remember? Oh, that they, they disobeyed and they had to wander the desert and he would never be allowed specifically, into the promised land. Do you specifically remember? It was the water from the rock where he slapped the rock. That's what it was? Yeah. God got pissed off at the way... He slapped the rock. All right. He would totally provide water. This is God. You forced it. It's not what you said. It's how you said it. (laughs) What time are you going to be home? Yeah. You said you're going to be home at nine. It's already done. Moses. Moses. (laughs) It's 10, 15. Do we, is this a good natural break or should we leave? No, it's good. So you guys, um, the Israel, the Israelites are on the cusp. They are about to go into the land, but. God's going to remind you of some laws first. Oh, good. More. <laughs> yeah. What New ones? No, the same laws. Oh, good. Okay. I forgot. Um, what, what God actually? Different words, Who's though. God? Different words. These are actually quite funny. Um, like, not worshiping idols. And then this, these are, so that you not become corrupt and make for yourself an idol, an image of any shape, whether formed like a man or a woman or like any animal or any bird that flies in the air or any creature that moves along the ground or any fish. They're like, you know how they like try and like catalog everything? <laughs> And they're like, well, you didn't say we couldn't make an altar about amoebas. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Bacteria. It's funny because they didn't just say if they used broad, like all-encompassing talk, people couldn't really argue now because they'd be like, he said every animal was on the boat, but then he goes and tries to name everyone yeah. that exists, and now you're like, well, what about all these? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. And I love the way that you put this. God didn't make God's smart enough to not put any loopholes so if we find not. a loophole god intended it to be there <laughs> for sure so the mysteries do we learn do we get any emails this week no email what's going on everyone we take three weeks off and you guys all <laughs> abandon us you, you fucking cunt all right well they're missing their leader they're out of order man i don't know their leader <laughs> i don't know how to the lord of hosts i guess we're, I guess they have we're no back. direction they have no direction in their life. Well, here's what I get for leading these fucking people around. They've spun off. I get 
uh, no respect. And then no, you don't God's pissed. Any. God's pissed off at me now. Yep, that's me because of I'm all the mad. stuff that they did. I'm pissed. They all were listening to other podcasts, and now God's Good like sidetracked. Yeah, now worshiping, you can't worshiping false idols. No, now you can't. <laughs> Caleb, you are stuck at the edge. You're, I have to read Deuteronomy, and that's it for me. I have to pass it off to somebody else who's got to read Joshua and Judges. Or, or, or you're going to get punished. Uh, no, I'm just going to do it. Well, that was a good podcast, I feel like. That was fun. Where can they find us? Um, you can find If you're listening to this, you found us, you fucks. Yeah, but you got to tell people where just, to find us. Just tell people. When the- you meet people. By the way, how do you fuck this up? How does everyone fuck this up? I keep on getting this. It's CanadaComedy.ca. Not, I don't even want to say the other ones people tell me because they'll fuck it up and think I said them. It's CanadaComedy.ca. Sure. That's the website. Or just That's Google Bible us. Beaters. Google Bible Beaters. It's the top one. Every fucking podcast app, Bible Beaters. Yeah. We're on them. <laughs> okay. You want to send us an email? It's BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca for fuck's sakes. We have a Reddit. We have a Twitter. You can find those too right. <laughs> by searching Bible Beaters for fuck's sakes. See you, See you next week. Be better. Be better. <laughs>